This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Weekend Breakfast Profile. Oh, it's in the blood. It's in the blood and she wants to change the world and she's saying she is adorned by grace and you know what it's in the blood i love it i love 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 um the music of zoe mudicha who is our profile for this morning hello hello <laughs> hi over there oh thank you so much for joining us i'm actually so happy to be here I, thank I, you for you know having what? me I was like, she can't possibly be coming into studio because she was performing just last, last night. night at the Lyric Theatre. Yes. And I thought yes. you'd be just too exhausted to be in. So we oh, are man. we are the ones who are grateful for you having made the time to be here. It feels like family. Mm. So I feel like maybe this is part of the rest. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the morning after the performance. How was it? It was so incredible. It was a ceremony. It was spirited. Yeah. It was church. It was groove. <laughs> it was absolutely everything. Um, we were at the Lyric Theater and we were there with Keenan Mayer. Keenan Mayer. So when you say spirited, musician. I believe it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we went to high school actually with Keenan. No way. Yeah. I think uh, Keenan was like two years below me. Okay. Yeah. Which... But such an incredible. So we went to the National School of the of Arts. Arts. Okay. And that's where we studied uh, classical music wow. uh, together. But. Beyond that, um, such an incredible human being, so generous yeah. and just so spirited. Yeah. As soon as he walked into the space for sound check, I was like, oh, I just felt okay again. Yeah. But it was a beautiful performance. And I really want to say thank you to all the music lovers that happened to be there. Mm. We had a really, really, really beautiful time. And so last night is the beginning of a tour. I understand that you're doing, I mean, you, next up is Durban. Is it a tour? What is it? It is a yeah. tour. Okay. So we have a tour called Tos Tos. Mm -hmm. And it really is just a play on words because uh, in Ganeguane, our album was released uh, on, in 2020 mm -hmm. at the thick of lockdown. Listen, I don't think so we all brave. need to go into the, that so headspace again. <laughs> But um, uh, it means a Zulu fairy tale. Mm. So when you start a fairy tale, and then they say, Tos. so now we're saying, Tos, Tos, because it's an end of an era. And we're saying thank you to the music lovers for the past three years, mm. for us to be able to have had messages that we sing to each other, with each other, being the soundtrack to people's lives all the time. And we started the tour, Emondi. In the Eastern Cape, and yeah. we went to Eteguin, uh, Durban. We were there last week, and now we just wrapped up uh, Johannesburg, and we're excited to go to Cape Town Cape in Town. October. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I know you said you just said you know thank God we're over the pandemic, and we you know let's not go there, but there were messages. Sure, there were strong messages. Yes, um, and you having released at the thick of lockdown, tell tell us about uh, why that decision, um, because no one was re everybody was just kind of cocooned and trying to make sense of this time that we were in. Also, what it did, what did it what did it do for you uh, personally and spiritually that oh, time? Man, so the album was actually recorded in twenty nineteen. Uh -huh. Um, we could not have orchestrated an album to really to be released on the thi at the thick of lockdown. I don't think anyone can ever plan yeah. for something like that. Uh, but it made sense to release it even with that circumstance because I feel um, 
Maybe that was just the time for the music to come out. Maybe mm. that's what people needed. And outside of our project, I mean, there were so many other incredible artists like Sibusile Taba, Butle Bendalo, who were releasing music that were speaking a lo- about a lot of the things that our music was speaking about as well. So I think it was just a message of the time. Um, in terms of what it did spiritually, my goodness, I feel like... It was the beginning of what Usisimpua Dana refers to as a spiritual revolution. Yeah. I had a conversation with her interviewing her recently mm. and she, she came up with that term and it, there's something about that that stuck to me, mm. um, that it was a spiritual revolution. There's something about being silenced and being forced into that space that is very challenging, that is very heartbreaking and gut-wrenching, mm. but that is also very powerful. Because you're starting from zero and you're working your your way up and understanding all kinds of things. And we were having all kinds of conversations as a society. And I'm sure as a personal people, we were also having a lot of important spiritual conversations as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, let's talk about what you, you you seem to be using your music um, to drive home very poignant messages about our identity um about legacy why those messages why is it important for you um and 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 uh, you know one kind of gets to understand who you are through your music and what matters to you sure well i think for me music has always been about reflecting the human experience Mm. when i think about my first encounter that i can remember with music it was through observing people living everyday, seemingly mundane lives and, you know, spring cleaning, I would see Okoko walking to pension, you know, just very everyday experiences. And I I realized that music was a part of that. And it was something that was leading people in the ways that they would go, you Mm. know, and I, I wanted to be in that space. There was something that I observed that I found to be very powerful in that space. And so to be able to have, this joy of of the gift of music and to be able to relay messages has always been so powerful to me. Um, when I think about legacy, I think about so many incredible acts. I mean, you, you're talking about your Brahuma Silas, Brakefa Simenya, Mamlet Dambulu, whose birthday was this previous month. Um, and this is to name a few. We're talking about artists that celebrate our stories and, and see us and they're able to document us as a people. And I think it's something that I, I yearn to be a part of. And it's something that I'm, I'm always hoping is the message in the music. Mm. You know? And having studied, I mean, classical music and you've, you have classical and jazz training, yes. right? Yes. Um, how receptive was your family of your choice of, of um, career path? And um, how did you make the transition then from like a classical training? To, you can definitely hear the classical uh, influence in your music. Oh, that's De- cool. No, for sure. That's for sure. Cool to hear. For sure, for sure. I mean, it, it just, there's something about it. You can hear it. Sure. Uh, I mean, my brother's an opera singer. And, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. I know, having grown up in Mami Lodi. So like, ah. it was like, what? Oh wow, that's beautiful. Um, so you can you do definitely can hear it. Uh, sure. So tell us about that. You know the family's reception of your choices and how you've kind of found your own sound uh, despite your uh, training. Oh my goodness! So 
I think for me, my first my first training was actually back home. Um, so I'm born in Durban. Uh, in Peter Maritzburg. I'm born in Durban and I was raised in Peter Maritzburg, ah, in Bali, Air okay. One. I think, um, as I was saying before, being an observer was my first point of training. Um, and I was, you know, doing all kinds of junior choirs, penny whistle groups very mm. early on. And my family, I mean, those that were able to come would come to those shows. Because, mm. you know, when a child is going to perform at school, you'll be there. It's a big you deal. Know? Um, and I think they've been able to see that very early on, that was always there. Mm. You know, um, I'm not saying I was a CD student, <laughs> but I think the music is something that always shone above everything else. Yeah. And um, they've been able to support that. And actually, to be able to even do classical training was through my aunt saying, Gutiazi. My first name is Palisa. Yeah, so Palisa should actually oh, go really? and she should actually go and study at the National School of the Arts. I, I heard there's a music department ah. there, you know. Um, and from there, I was able to meet incredible people, and I, I grew to love the art form, and I wanted to go further, and that's how I got into the jazz training. Mm. But family was always there. Shame, I think they could see I was brainwashed <laughs> by this thing. They were just like, oh, there there's was nothing. There's else. no point in tr- in trying to fight it. You at know, this stage. we've yeah. been attending too many school plays. <laughs> This, this is what it is. This is her claim to fame. Let's just, let's give her this one. You know, yeah. I've been very blessed. But I also come from a, a family of music lovers. Mm. Uh, last night, my, uh, I've got a lot of siblings, but my eldest brother and two of my sisters came. Yeah. And we actually um, have a father who was very much deeply in love with music. Mm. And we would have a studio where we would actually record when we were really? much younger. So I was in, uh, I was in studios from like the age of like six Five, six. So family always has this thing of like music and the love of music. Collaborations seem to be a a big thing for you. Uh, I mean, you have worked with the likes of Lady Smith, Black Mambazo, Johnny Clegg, Abigail Kubega, Tandis. The list goes on. I mean, you spoke so fondly about uh, Tandis, Simpua Dana earlier on. What is it that you gain from um, collaborations? What is it about actually working with another um, artist who comes with their own flavor, their own message, their own DNA, um, you know, that that you appreciate? I think that's exactly it. It's the fact that they come with their own DNA. And I think I realized that we are, as a people, a part of something so much bigger than ourselves. And that when we walk into spaces, you you may present as one, but you come as 10,000, you know. And so I love to collaborate because I love for us to build community, even if it's just two people, Mm. to be able to know that there's 20,000 million of us in that space and that we're not walking alone and that we're communing and creating from such a powerful space you know, um, it, it really is beautiful. I love to observe and to learn from the people I collaborate with. I love to take them in as they are. I love to celebrate them in my records and I love being celebrated in their records. Um, and I think for me, it's also just a message thing. If we're able, it doesn't matter regardless of the genre of music. If mm. we're able to connect in message, I think for me, that's always the primary thing because that's the center for me. A sociologist of sorts ne? in the new you could say yeah. you know i actually want to want to study anthropology really no i, do. I mean it's it's fitting I really, it's really fitting. do. I really, okay. really do. I love, I love conversations around people, around culture, around yeah. the ways of life and the ways that we make sense of this life that we're living that's weird and wonderful. Mm. <laughs> yes. Personally, how do you um, 
connect with self, with, um, you know, higher being, but also kind of shed off all of the energies, you know, that come with like performances like last night. That's why I was surprised mm. that you'd be here. Um, how do you care for you and ensure that, you know, you Zoe is, is still intact and is, in, is fine? Yeah, well, I might appear to be a showgirl mm. on stage. Uh, I love my stage persona. I do believe it's an extension of myself. Yeah. It's not like this made An up. alter ego <laughs> yes. character. Yes. But it's it's not this made up thing. It really is the, the bigness that I am. Yeah. It's like the God self, I yeah. would say. That's what my gift and performance is. Um, but I mean, outside of being on stage, I'm quite introverted. Mm. Um, I do get a lot of energy from being in my own space and being around people that love me and mm. that um, hold space for me and that take care of me and just me taking care of myself as well, yeah. you know. Um, and I love to do things that make me happy. I've just run into boxing and some oh, Pilates wow. and lifting weights really? and yoga. <laughs> Okay. Uh, shout out to Utembi that helps me with some of that training. Sure. Um, I find that to be such a beautiful space for me um, where I just let loose yeah. and, and, you know, just let my body breathe. Mm. But I also love to, I mean, read when I can, mm. when I'm not on my phone scrolling. <laughs> Aish, this thing, this thing that we Aish. all need to kind of let go of, you know? Yeah. yeah but I, I, I think I find spirit in anything and in everything, in conversations with people, um, in the people that I love, but also in, in my creator, yeah. you know, um, because I do feel and I resonate with the fact that my gift comes from my creator. And that uh, the people that I come from also have all these messages that they maybe might not have had the chance to have passed mm. through and that I'm the person to do that. And, and that hopefully I will birth a people that are an improvement on my design as well. Mm. Um, so I, I, you know, even just last night, um, I have to share this. I did not think I was going to be able to perform because oh. I didn't have a voice. <laughs> Wait, you woke up and... I woke it... up, I did a, a few media runs, you know, as would happen before right. show day. Right. Um, and I was trying to warm up my voice throughout the day and I there were certain registers of my voice that I couldn't reach. reach. And I was like, oh <laughs> my word. Not me gathering all these people in one space and then not being able to sing to them, you know? Uh, but again, all glory to God because I was I was able to then pass through that and thankful thankful to all the music lovers we were able to you know see that moment through and and have a transcendent time. So in that moment, it just uh, you you believed enough that listen, I'll I'll push through, and it came through. Is that the the voice just came as you were performing, or I'm not ignorant enough to think that everything is in my control. Mm. Everything is not in my control. Mm. And I was explaining to Jerry, who helps us um, when we do our show, our shows, he usually runs and helps us, you know, kind of gather ourselves. Yeah. I was saying to Jerry that I, I, <laughs> I know that there is always something bigger at play and there is something about humility that um, I get to be taught in moments where I, I understand Surrender. I don't have control. Mm. So I just surrendered everything and I trusted that, you know, we would have a beautiful time and it exceeded my expectations because I knew that. I do not have the control. Wow. That's a powerful lesson there. Powerful, powerful lesson. 
And so the the tour ends off um, in October. Um, you're resting for the rest of this month and prepping, I suppose, as well for the Cape Town leg of the show. Give us the details of that one. Sure. So Cape Town is going to be so beautiful. <laughs> We're going to be at the Star Theatre. I've yeah. never performed at the Star Theatre. Uh, yeah. But Never Cape Town is, is such a special mother city to me because I went there to study jazz. I met a lot of fantastic people. Mm. Started a band called Seba Kapstadt there as well, actually, which is a band Sheba I'm a part Kapstadt. of. Seba Kapstadt. Seba ah, Okay. It's another band I'm a part of. Met so many incredible people that I've worked with all over the all over these years, you know. Um, and it's a space where I found my sense of spirit. Mm. My spiritual journey began there, and it's where my musical journey began as well. Mm. In the sense of being a professional and performing to people and being seen as mm. you know so it holds such a special place for me and i'm excited to be there and to just have fun to sing dance purge heal yeah. with the music lovers but before we go there we're yeah. actually going to be at the joy of jazz yes yes on the 30th, 30th of september 30th, yeah. yes okay. so we're going to have us a beautiful time it's not just myself mm. oh my goodness it's going to be Zipo. it's going to be so 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 incredible and i'm so so glad to be a part of that lineup as well so 30th of September at the Joy of Jazz. Yes, 29th and, and 30th. 29th and 30th. And um, the October when? October in, 20th. October will be in Cape Town, Cape Town for the Ghost Ghost Tour. Okay. What's next? What After is that? next? <laughs> well, you know, they say with every good good story, there's a, a good ending. So mm. this is why we had Ghost Ghost the Ghost Ghost Tour take place. Uh, but there's something that Uslindile said, Uslindile Mtembu, um, who's in the theater space, mm. she said that um, it's Ghost Ghost, what is it? Ghost Ghost Yakala. Okay. Or something like that. I, I hope I'm saying what she said right. Yeah. But basically, this is also just to usher in a new era. Saying goodbye to an old era, but saying hello to a new era. Endings and beginnings. Endings and beginnings. We have been working on new music for the past three years. Yeah. And we've really just been putting so much heart and so much soul into it. So 2024, there will be new music. Yes. There will be a new uh. album. <laughs> We're excited to share that. And who knows? Maybe there'll be something, you know, to kind of be a good taster mm. of that time to come. I love it. Uh, we cannot wait for it. And, um, you know, just as we close off, I thought that we were closing off. What's the reception been like um, since, you know, coming out and with the, after the pandemic, is the music scene still the same? Is it better? You know, are people coming out and actually consuming music? I am so grateful. Um, and I'd like to give a shout out to Panda Panda Agency yes. that has been helping to facilitate all the performances that mm. we've been doing. Um, and all the people that have been, you know, supporting us over the years. It's not an easy journey. I'll be very honest. It's not an easy journey, but it's been so powerful to in some way find people who could do any other thing. Literally any other. And there's so many things to do. <laughs> even but if they it's sitting choose, on the couch. Even if it's sitting on the yeah. couch scrolling on your phone. Yeah. But they choose to take their hard-earned money and come to our shows. You know, after the pandemic, there's been so much love. And I think so much yearning for music that speaks to us, that heals us, that we can dance to, that we can pray to, that we can live to. And people have been coming in numbers. They have been coming to to mm. celebrate what it is that we do. And I'm personally grateful to my music lovers that have been following me for the longest time since Yellow the Novel in 2017 into Inganeguane in 2020. I really am 
so grateful. I'm so humbled by the support. I'm so humbled by the love and the safekeeping and the memories that we continue to make. Because every time we go on stage, it is always electrifying. Mm. It is always such a unified experience. It's not a thing of them being spectators. It's us collectively making experiences and moments with each other. And and I'm I'm really grateful for that. So past pandemic, it's been beautiful. It has been challenging. Mm. But people are coming. People are seeking, you know, that music that speaks to them and we're happy to be a part of that Zoe Mudicha, everybody and do catch her out at the Joy of Jazz on the 29th and 30th of this month as well as um, the 20th of October in yes. out in Cape Town as she wraps up her uh, tour You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast For more podcasts visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.